Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Kane Gang. I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. Hell no. Nah. Joaquin said dominate, and we not doing it. I put my heart in this dog. Let's go, man. Let's go. Kane Gang. Kane Gang. Kane Gang. You're listening to Kane Gang, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Orange and green, that's Kane Gang. You ready to storm 18? That's Kane Gang. Kane Gang, 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 Good morning. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the weekly edition of the Kang Gang Radio Show here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. It's your boy, DC. I'm kind of monotone today, just relaxing. Don't have much to do. Don't have a lot to talk about. Yeah, strike that, reverse that. We have a lot to talk about and a lot to do. It's Friday morning. We're getting started here. I had ordered uh, DoorDash, so whenever that gets here and gives me my... uh, my bacon, egg, and cheese bagel, I'll be good to go. Um, on the other side of all the microphones, we got the man Jay over there on the West Coast over in Utah. Got the Dirty Bird up in the uh, poor St. Lucie area. And That's we good. got Brad up there in Trailer. No, I'm only kidding. It's not Trailer Hassie. It's Gainesville. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Uh, what's happening, guys? Hey, good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing out there today? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. I'm pumped for cold, this weekend. Cold, gloomy, you know. Uh, I, I see a few Gator fans with no shoes on walking on, on the side of the street. Probably missing all their teeth. <laughs> they probably have no teeth over there just gumming it. Trying to eat corn on the cob. <laughs> no teeth, wearing jorts. Yeah. Oh, bro, I have so many images. I have so many images of Gator, like, of Gator fans, you know. I don't necessarily like want to call them inbreds, but they kind of remind me of like, you know, like the like the hills have eyes or like oh. the wrong turn. It's like, yeah, I mean, so we, we have like the thirty for thirty, the U, right? Yeah, and uh, and they have Deliverance, the movie Deliverance, Florida. Game. Wow, yeah. <laughs> And, and, and in the whole realm of all of that, old Bratahata is stuck right in the middle of it. <laughs> uh, but I'll, man, gi- I'll give our boy, I'll give our boy Brad props though, man. Every time you see pictures of him, man, he's letting that he's letting that cane flag fly. Always rocking his Canes gear and everything. So you know, right there in the heart of Gainesville, man, he's repping. No doubt. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a scene of a with Bobby Boucher and his mom. <laughs> That's kind of how it feels up here in Gainesville. And if you. Uh, Go about 15 miles south. You're in Ocala, and uh, our, our boy Larry, the amigo, can tell you all about how nasty uh, Gainesville, Ocala is. It's probably the it's, it is the capital of coronavirus. Uh, 100%. That's actually kind of like brutal to even think about. It's the oh. capital of the Rona. Speaking of that, vaccines are kind of going out in full force. Um, it's uh, interesting to see exactly how many people are actually going to get vaccinated let me ask you this question j man are you going to get vaccinated when you are eligible um you know i i'm not anti-vaccine but i think i'm going to hang back on this one i'm going to i'm going to see how it plays out i'm going to let people who need it more than i do get it and then uh you know then yeah then i'll think about it 
Bird, what about you? You know, I think I'm just going to kind of hang, uh, hang back a little bit and you know, continue to do the right things wear a mask, do those kind of things, and, uh, you know. Listen, we don't need the dog. We don't need the sound bites right now. We don't need the row, 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 row. Like, who let the dogs out? It's like you're trying to drop sound bites on us already. I'm, I'm doing the show from home bites, today, bro. man. I think, I, think, I think my dog wants me to get vaccinated, man. I think that's what he's telling me. I thought your dog got vaccinated. I thought we were about to bring on DMX for a minute. <laughs> bring it! We right here. Yeah. Listen, I... You know, I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical about the vaccine as well. Like, yeah. I just don't know what's out there. Brad, what about you? Are you thinking about trying to get vaccinated, or, or how is that working in your end? Um, you know, we we just mentioned Gainesville and Ocala being the capital of Corona, and it, it probably should be a good idea that I do get vaccinated. But I think I'm gonna hold off as well. My uh, my fiance has already gotten her first shot, and uh. She, Again, I mean, she's saying that her arm is numb at times. She loses feeling from time to time. But the, the weirdest thing I've heard, not only from her, but from multiple people that have gotten the vaccine, is weird, crazy dreams that, like, end up feeling, like, legit real. And that's something that I know my fiancé hasn't had many dreams before. So ever since she got this vaccination, uh, it seems like it's starting to pick up. That's actually not a bad thing, though. So if I do get this vaccination, I'm, I'm going to have to use that because, like, say something's going on and I'm dreaming of something, and I can just look over to Maria and be like, look, man, it was a vaccine. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Maria's going to whoop you, man. <laughs> I, tell you, I, I posted the other day on Twitter, I had a horrible dream the other night, man. So the, uh, the Bills and the Miami Hurricanes, you know, my, my two football teams, right? They were, they were like somehow one team, right? And Josh Allen was at quarterback. And we were playing in the first round of the college football playoffs and just getting waxed by the Detroit Lions. And it was, it was horrible. Are you trying to say the Detroit Lions aren't good? They are, they're an abominable <laughs> franchise. You know they what? Got man, they got Man Campbell as their coach now, though. Yeah. Oh, bro. That guy's weird. <laughs> that guy's weird. Awesome. Dude. He's what every football coach should be. Wasn't he like the Dolphins tight end coach or something at one point? Yeah, he was our coach for a little while, man. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Like the, the energy in his press conference was just a little strange to me, man. <laughs> like, like it was nah. it was a great soundbite, you know, great, uh, great thing to throw up there on the ESPN Twitter account. But if you think about it, it's just a little weird. I'm here for it, man. Give me, give me all of that craziness and those funny press conferences. <laughs> yeah. You know, look, the, you know, I'm riding with the Bills this year, Jay. Man, you yeah. know that. But right. you know what? Next year, Lions catch lightning in a bottle. I'm with it, man. Yeah. You know, I will always be a big Matt Stafford fan. I have a lot of respect for him. So he seems oh, like I, I love how gritty and tough he is as a, as a football player. He just does it the right way. So. Yeah, well, not only that, game. too, he, he definitely is loyal. You know, he's not one of these quarterbacks that just wants to, you know, do his couple of years and bounce from team to team to team. Yep. That's why I respect some of the old-school quarterbacks. I mean, and unfortunately, the next couple couple years, you're going to see, like, just the complete era of great quarterbacks just are gone. You know, obviously, Phillip Rivers just retired this past season, right, or the other day. Drew, um, Brees. Drew Brees, potentially, he's gone. You know, what happens when Aaron Rodgers decides to step away? What about when Tom Brady decides to step away? Yeah. Like, who is, besides Mahomes, right, I mean, again, and, and Josh Allen, yeah. really, is there any superstar quarterbacks up and coming? I mean, you can say Deshaun, you could say maybe Kyler Dak. Murray, maybe? 
Yeah. I, he doesn't impress me. He he really hasn't done nothing in big games. Yeah. I, I think one guy that that really I mean should be on this list but always like shoots himself in the foot is uh Russell Wilson. You know, like he started the year so hot, looked so good in fire. Yeah, and then he really just the wheels came off and then he ended up getting beat in the first round of the playoffs by a team with no quarterback. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah. so I, I think he's the name where you know, if you say, Well, all these guys are retiring, you'd think, well, Russell Wilson should be a top two quarterback in the NFL after the Rodgers and Brady and Breeze and and you know, guys like that leave. But honestly, like at this rate, who do you think is who would you rather have for the next three years between Russell Wilson and Josh Allen? I would probably go with Josh Allen at this point, just yeah. based on what I've seen. Yeah. Um, but is it and you can't say that it's like a lack of talent at Seattle. I mean, yeah. you don't think Josh Allen would love to have like DK Metcalf on, on that side? Oh, Metcalf I mean, is a monster. <laughs> that guy's insane. But yes. and then you look at the running game, right? You look at yeah. Seattle's running game compared to Buffalo. Singletary's a decent back, but yeah. he's not like um, a Carson or he's not, you know, yeah. Car- like, you know, Carlos Hyde. Like the running game over in Seattle is far superior than it is in Buffalo. Shout out to DJ Dallas and Travis Homer. That's right. Booyah. One yeah. time for the Kang Gang. Shout Kang out, Kang Gang. Kang Gang. You know, one thing I, I really want to talk about real quick, if you guys don't listen, I'm not, I don't ever want to talk politics with, with my friends, right? Or with my homies or whoever we talk to this with. But, you know, again, we had a complete, you know, inauguration or, you know, inauguration on uh, Wednesday. Um, I sat and watched it. I don't really get into those as much because, again, I'm not really want to talk politics, but I'll sit and watch it at my house. And I thought it was actually a pretty neat thing watching that whole thing on, unfold. I'm almost wondering why that day isn't a national holiday. My goodness. Absolutely. I, hey, I, I'm, just, I'm wondering, like, we have all these other holidays for, you know, again, we just had Martin Luther King, you know, day. And, yeah. you know, we have Columbus Day and we have all these other days. But why isn't that inauguration – um, a national holiday. I mean, that thing was from 10 a.m. to literally 10 p.m., full-blown, you know, that's that's the Constitution, that's the United States of America. Like, what do you guys think about that? Do you think that that should potentially be a national holiday? Hey, if it gets me out of work, I'm all for it. <laughs> it's not a paid holiday. <laughs> <laughs> then never mind, I don't care. <laughs> no, just that's kidding. That, that's that attitude that all that, that almost all Americans have, man. But yeah, you know, look, I mean, I definitely think it should be a uh, a national holiday, right? And, you know, there, there's a lot of hatred on both sides of this thing right now, right? Yeah. But you know, there's there's one thing, um, you know, that I mean, there's something about you know the presidency and what it stands for. You Correct. know, um, living here in South Florida, right? Um, you know, and always being down in West Palm, you know, I would always see Air Force One parked at PBIA for Trump when he was there. And, you know, there was just something like, there was just something so majestic driving by and yeah. seeing that plane on the side of the road there because of, you know, what it stands for, right? And, um, you know, look, I mean, you know, no matter who you voted for, no matter which way you go, no matter what you choose, you know, you don't want the pilot of a plane to crash. So, you know, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to get behind Joe Biden and say, you know, Hey, let's, you know, let's, let's hope the best yeah. for our country and that, you know, that, that these times are, are going to be good and, you know, I'm going to be there to support them, you know? Yeah. And, and I think if we all, you know, tried to focus a little more on what we had in common, as opposed from what the differences were, you know, we'd, we'd probably be in a better spot. Um, sure. You know, I, I think most people 
I am going to generalize here. I think most people in our country, uh, they want they want our country to do good, right? They they want America to succeed. They love the ideology behind, like the idea of America, right? A place where you can come and have freedoms that are protected by the Constitution, that you can make whatever you want out of your life, and that you can escape other places that don't guarantee freedoms, right? I think we all love that. We all appreciate that aspect of America. Um, we just need to realize that we approach it differently, right? So if, if we're all respecting each other because we're all going towards the same goal, then I think that's a good baseline to start. One thing that I thought was interesting is, again, I don't care if you're red. I don't care if you're blue. Um, it doesn't matter. That's why, like, again, I don't like to talk politics because, man, politics literally can ruin friendships. Politics, religion, like all that stuff can definitely ruin friendships. Um, so, you, you know, I keep mine at a minimum. Um, yeah. You know, and again, it's – so I'm watching this thing unfold, and, you know, here it is. We have all these people that are, you know, out of work, were, you know, our budgets just like in dismal array. And I'm watching this finale with Katy Perry singing, like, the actual song Fireworks. And the amount of fireworks that were displayed <laughs> at the at the closing of the, of that night, they had to spend buku dollars. And I'm yeah. thinking to myself, wow, <laughs> like is this where is this part of the stimulus or <laughs> what's going on with I, this? <laughs> I want to know where those fireworks were made. Most Bro, fireworks like, come out of China. I, I want to know, <laughs> know if those were American-made fireworks or not. <laughs> did Did you guys happen to see the fireworks though? I like didn't. it was amazing. Like, yeah, I did. like, and I'm a huge Disney person, right? So I go up to Disney for New Year's, and, and I think the fireworks that I see at Disney are phenomenal as well. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But this was literally like the 4th of July watching um, on the Hudson River, you know, like the Statue of Liberty type of fireworks that they let off. And then Maria and I were, like, talking to each other, and like, I don't remember any of this going on four years ago when, you know, when 45 – you know, became president. Like, I don't remember like the whole hoopla and, you know, all the singing and all the performing and all that stuff yeah. through that whole day. I don't remember that. Like, yeah. did I miss something or was it not there? I, I, I don't remember. I think it's just different times, you know, I mean, you know, I think everybody, you know, they're trying to find programming to, to go while people are, you know, the majority of people are homebound. Right. right. You know, like right. my, my grandmother, she's 95 years old. And it's left her house. Her. Yeah, God bless her, right? And you know, she's her. still she's still as, as as strong in the mind as you could ever imagine, man. But you wow. know, look, she hasn't she hasn't left the house really. I mean, other than like very, very sporadically for doctor's appointments and things like that since February, man. You know, so it's you know, it takes a tough. toll on people, man. That'd be tough, man. Ninety five. That's 95, like, man. So, you know what, listen, yeah. she still remembers every single cashier's name of every every store that's that cool. she would go into, you know, of the, of, the, of the manager at Walgreens, all that stuff, man. It's, yeah. it's kind of crazy to see. So I have a question for you guys. So on that topic, like what, what does 95 sound like to you guys? Are, are you the type of person that you want to live into your late 90s, you know, try to hit 100, try to go for three digits, or are you – or are you the kind that's like at 80, 85, uh, you know, I'll be at peace with, with what's going on and, and just sail off <laughs> into the sunset? I, it's, 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 I don't know. Like, 
I'm that type, like, like looking at myself now, like I'll be 47 next month. Right. So like, even if you, you double that up, right. Like I'm going to be 94, you know, yeah, you're halfway there, bro. Bro. Like all I can think about <laughs> is like just sitting there and like thinking of like some ODB mm, better have my money. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna be like, get crunk up. What? Get crunk up. <laughs> Oh man. You know, for me, man, I look, I'm all about it. I just want to still have it upstairs. Right. You know, yep. so as long as I still can, can comprehend and know what's going on, man, um, you know, I'm, I'm there for it. Sign me up. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, Jay, man, if I'm 94 or 95, best believe I'll still be sitting at cane walk. I don't care if oh. I'm in a, on a wheelchair. <laughs> I, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. I a hundred percent believe that. Listen, I, that that's going to be one of the things I'm going to do to the day I die. I think and he, and, he, and he's still he's still gonna be telling kids, hey, those are my gloves. Those are my gloves. <laughs> Watch out, kid, those are mine. <laughs> get out of my spot. Yeah, I I, I think never know. I might get more gloves in. <laughs> yeah. As long as I got the mentals and and I'm still you know like physically able to take care of myself, I I think right. yeah. You know, once uh, once you need people to come in and help you get around and, and all that kind of stuff, I I think that's when I I'd be ready to throw in the towel, but. Right, right. Yeah. Well, Jay, man, I know we're up against a break. Let's uh, let's go ahead and close it out here on the first segment of the Can Game Show, and uh, you know we'll be back in a minute. So, Jay, man, take us a break. You guys are listening to the Can Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Channel One Four Five Slam Radio. We'll be back in about three minutes. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Why should you volunteer with Meals on Wheels? I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at AmericaLet'sDoLunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. You and I. Well, you, have to, you forgot that. Oh, the two of us, we're building castles in the sky, just the two of us. Go. You and I. There you go. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. 
Welcome back, everybody. Uh, don't mind me if you hear a little bit of garber gobber. I got that uh, DoorDash, got that bacon, egg, and cheese, and so I'm trying to uh, trying to chew it down as we talk again. So, uh, you know, last segment we were kind of not all over the place, but we had some good content as far as what we were talking about presidency. Like, how do you guys feel about uh, the history making vice president? I mean, I think that's important. I think that literally, like, like raises the roof and opens up the ceiling you know, for, for a lot of things. And, you know, this is the land of the free, the home of the brave. And, uh, you know, I'm always excited to see new things. What do you guys think about that? I, I am, uh, I'm always for a good candidate who is well qualified for a job. Yeah. And, that makes and sense. No matter what they look like, you know, is, as long as, or, or where, what their background is, what they believe, like, as long as someone is a good candidate for the job, um, I'm all for it. And uh, I think, you know, Kamala Harris certainly fits that profile. So, Yeah, yeah, I'm with it, man. I mean, look, you know, the ceilings are made to be shattered, right? And, you know, what uh, she does, same thing, you know, when, when Obama won in, uh, in 08, right? You know, um, yeah. it's good. It's just good to see our, our nation and, you know, our, our people, you know, making, uh, making progress, right? And, right, yeah. You know, it's a long funny way to go, but, you know, it just shows you that, you know, we can get there. Yeah. yeah. What's funny is like, uh, you know, we had to let Brad go. Uh, Brad was talking about the Rona and I think he caught the Rona. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Brad's not feeling too well. So if you guys don't hear uh, Brad Tejada, he, uh, he had to go. He, um, Maybe he had to go number two. I don't know where he had to go, but he said he had to go. So. Well, the Lamar Jackson, Lamar in that game. Hey, hopefully it's a Lamar and not and not Nodell. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. Oh. Did you guys hear about the uh, the Mets like GM and what he was Ooh. doing to that reporter? Man, wow, yeah. that's crazy, man. You got to think though. If you're the the GM for the Mets, the guy is probably making three to five million dollars a year. Was like, <laughs> yeah, he was making that. Like, how could you be making that much money and still get that desperate over someone that's not interested in you? Well, when it happened, he was in Chicago as an oh, assistant, right. right? And he started. Right. I guess he just got okay. it for this reporter and started stalking Jeez. her. But you know, it just goes to Weird, tell man. you, show you, he pulled you know a red what? <laughs> yeah, you just need to. Yeah, but you're not. You don't have to. You know, you're also not a Hall of Fame quarterback. So guess what? You're you're not going to survive when when it when it comes down on this, man. Yeah. You know. And so that's I mean, to show you. You always got to treat people with respect, man, because yeah. they'll come back to bite you. A guy like him isn't keeping his Wrangler jeans ad, you know. <laughs> oh man, I just that's the problem with you know, like paper trails, right? Like, yeah. bro, get a burner, do something. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't have paper trails. Oh. I'll just never understand that. Like, how, or picture how could trails. You... Yeah, like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what I've I've never understood the concept of of sending a picture of yourself in that manner to somebody who's not asking for it. Like that's that's a huge invasion of personal space. Correct. Like yep. just TMI. You know, yeah. speaking of TMI, like, I, you know, we have we have a pretty good following, bunch of listeners out there. Um, I wonder if they even know who we are or, you know, what we like or what our personalities are or things like that. Um, I have wrote down some questions. So I wanted to ask you guys a couple questions and kind of get some feedback. And again, I don't really know you guys like, like in depth, 
you know, so these would be good for me too. So I got some questions for you. Um, you guys want, it's almost like a rapid fire, but it's not really a rapid fire. It's going to be just some questions. I want to see how you guys respond and, um, the answers that you give and you can explain, you know what I mean? It's no big deal. Um, obviously we're all, we're all different human beings. We all have different personalities, you know, things like that. So, um, is this going to be like boxers or briefs or what? Uh, tidy whities or fruit of looms, you know, <laughs> you know, like, you know, when I was, when I was little, my grandmother, you know, and me and my little brother, she would literally buy like a six pair of underwear and we would each get three of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> she, would, <laughs> she would split them, yeah. you know, and then the old tube socks, you remember the old tube socks with like oh, the stripes yeah. on them? Oh my God. I love those things. So, um, all right. So here we go. I'm, I'm going to ask you a couple things. So, uh, I'll start with Jay, man. Jay, man, what's your favorite TV show? Um, um, I have a few. I, I really love uh, Entourage. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I really love Scrubs. I would say those are my two favorite. Scrubs. The only thing I can think of that is like a TLC song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it was good. It was, it was about doctors. Like a medical show, about, right? Like a medical yeah. show? Like yeah. Scrubs? Okay. All right. Um, Dirty Bird, what about you? What's your favorite TV show? Well, so if we go current, right, um, you know, I just binged the whole uh, first couple seasons of All American uh, on CW. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, amazing show. Great. Well-written. Good storyline. Horrible um, acting. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, th I, th I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a TV show, right? I don't know. It's your Malibu Barbies out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and honestly, I, I really like the, uh, the Chicago series, you know, the, uh, the fire. I love Chicago Med. Oh yeah, and, and the Med, right? All those series. I'm, I, you know, I'm a big fan of those. But uh, all time, I gotta agree with J Man on uh, Entourage and Breaking Bad are probably the two favorites of all time, though. Wow. Okay. I wouldn't have saw that coming, but yeah, okay. <laughs> um, you know, I'm a I'm an old school guy, man. Like, I like the old TV. Like, I I sit and watch old TV shows. Like, I'm talking about like, like different strokes and Family okay. Ties and three's company like i'm okay. kind of showing my age there right yeah. like but i'm like sure i'm a huge reality tv junkie like okay. huge yeah kardashians like, no no i'm talking about like survivor <laughs> okay. like uh you know amazing race and yeah. big brother and you know things like that like i really really get All into right. that stuff yeah, so my, my wife and i have been binge watching hell's kitchen with gordon Ramsay. Oh, okay yeah, yeah. Good if you want to listen I mean, listen, if you want to watch something that's great, the first three seasons of Cobra Kai is out. Phenomenal. Oh, Phenomenal. Yeah. I should have put that in mind right now, too. Love wow. It. Love like, it. literally, Cobra Kai. Uh -huh. Donnie Lawrence, you know. man. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we got TV shows out of the way. Favorite movie? Bird, talk to me about your favorite movie. Oh, man. Uh, I, you know, so many good ones. Again, really hard to make a decision on this one, but I would probably have to default to The Departed, man. Okay. Love that movie. J-Man. That movie messed me up, man. The Departed, when I watched it, I was like, I was thinking about that for like four or five days after. That's why you know it was good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my, so I'm, I'm a comedy guy. I love comedies. Um, my favorite movie is The Big Lebowski. That's a good one. Although I want to give a special shout out to The Gentleman, which actually came out in 2020. It's probably, that's in my top two as well. So. All right. Yeah. Let me, let me, um, yeah, let me let me throw another one out there for comedies too. Old school with Will Ferrell, Amazing. classic. 
Blue, you my boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the one-liners out of old school, man, yeah. have been yeah. just incredible. You're crazy. We need to get those one-liners for the show. We just need yeah. to get those. I like you. You're Potter. crazy. Um, so, again, I'm a little older. Um, I have I have a couple of them. Um, I'll give you, like, one of my, like – I'll do a comedy one as well. So, my favorite comedy movie is Dumb and Dumber. It's okay. just – oh, my gosh, bro. It's just – yeah. Any Will Ferrell movie, though, I like, whether it be Talladega Nights, whether it be Step yeah. Brothers. Um, but, man, yeah. like the original Dumb and Dumber was yeah. just – that was it, bro. Like, honestly. Our birds' um, heads are falling off. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Like, you want to hear the most annoying song ever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. That's good. Um, but honestly, you guys probably know, Bird, you probably heard of this movie. It was called The Outsiders. It was the Greases versus Socias. Now, this is dating back, you know, a little yeah. while ago. But, I mean, Patrick Swayze, Matt Damon, uh, I mean, sorry, Matt Dillon, Rob Lowe, Tom Cruise, Emilia Estevez, C. Thomas Howell, Ralph Malcho, um, Diane Lane. Like, I mean, you look at the cast that was in that movie as, you know, teenagers – and to Impressive. see they all pretty much went on to succeed and have great, great careers. Yep. And it just something about that fight, you know, just, you know, the rumble. It was just uh, definitely a great movie, man. So that would, those would be probably my favorite two movies. You know, I, can, 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 I've never no, watched that film. I've read the book oh, by wow. F.C. Hinton, but I've never seen the film. So I'll have you to gotta watch the, you got to watch the movie. Yep. You know, I was going to throw another TV series out. I know we moved that past that, but I want to throw an honorable mention out there for this one. Uh, how about Curb Your Enthusiasm, man? That's that's really underappreciated humor. Never even saw Larry, it. Larry well, David, the, the the Seinfeld writer. It's yeah. it's it's just that cringeworthy humor that uh, you know. You talk about the one-liners you get out of that one. That's a solid play too. Yeah. Never yeah. even saw it. I, I like Larry David. He's funny. All right, so we got those kind of out the way. Um, before I get into some, you know, Kang Gang related, you know, questions. Um, favorite song. Ooh. Favorite mm. song. This changes for me all the time, man. All the time. I'll give you the top two. Something that if no matter what, that's your go to. Oh man. I mean, I'll, I'll answer like, that. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Bird. Honestly, you know, the the song that's like it, it, it always works for me is Whatever It Takes, Imagine Dragons. I just I freaking love that song, man. Okay. I don't know what it is about it's that song that always rides. Thunder. No, no, that's thunder. That's oh, yeah, I'm saying no, I'm just I'm going with riding in the thunder. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> My yeah. kids sing that song all the time. Yeah, that, I mean that whole that that band. I mean, I could pretty much let that. Well, I was going to ask know, favorite band too. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I just answered both questions in one. I got gotcha. you, <laughs> J Man. On to you. <laughs> um, I don't know. See, I, I'm more into like the the new wave. Uh, well, I guess not new wave, but the the newer generation of like punk rock type stuff. Um, you know, uh, oftentimes the ones that are mixed with uh, heavy metal elements are, are my favorite groups. So yeah. I would say uh, Star-Crossed Enemies by Ice Nine Kills. And Who? then, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Say what? <laughs> I knew you guys wouldn't know. But, uh, and then I love T-Shirt Song by Don Broco as well. So great tracks. Wow. I'll have to send them to you guys. All right, so I might be a little bit like completely off the radar. You guys probably don't even understand what I'm talking about, but uh, I have a couple. 
One of them is by Keith Sweat, R&B singer. So I'll give all my love to you. Phenomenal, like just ballad. Um, okay. Just, that's like Mina Maria song. Um, yeah. And then uh, Love Boys in the Hood. I mean, just something about that song. And then, uh, believe it or not, one of my go-to songs that I have on my playlist is, and, and mad respect to these people, man, but like the Beastie Boys and Brass Monkey. Like, there's just mm. something about, like, you hear that song and it just, like, brings back, like, when I was in, like, seventh grade. Yep. Absolutely kill it. So you guys are music lovers, man. Let me let me make a recommendation to you if you don't already have this. But, you know, uh, my wife Kelly and I, we just bought uh, a record player and have, okay. like, started investing in classic albums on vinyl. Yeah. And there's oh, yeah, something vinyl. to be said. Dude, there's something to be said about just putting a record on and listening to, like, vinyl playing through the house. It just hits different, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, 100%. man. Absolutely. Yeah. You put that it's different, that man. So growing up, like I used to DJ, right? So I DJed, but back then I had two Tech 12s. So vinyls, man, and that's why I learned how to scratch too, man. It's uh, definitely different on vinyls than it is today. These guys don't do it right anymore in these clubs, man. It's all electronic and stuff. Oh, digital, yeah, same. man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, all right, so favorite ice cream since it's midday. <laughs> I love ice I'm cream. I'm to do stuff that makes me hungry, man. I love I'm ice just, cream. Listen, I just had a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel, and I want ice cream now. You know, actually, <laughs> it's an the, odd combo. I think the best ice cream I've ever had was uh, something that I actually got at Cold Stone the other day. It was it was banana flavored ice cream with golden Oreos crushed up in it. It was incredible. Decent, huh? Oh yeah, I loved it. Tasted like it was almost like a banana cream pie flavored ice cream. It was great. Gotcha. Yeah. So, Coke, you're a uh, you're a Disney guy, and Love what me. I'm going to answer here is, is a Dole Disney whip. thing. Dole Whip. Dole Whip. Day long yes. pineapple Dole. Yeah. Done. <laughs> There's nothing better, <laughs> man. Like, oh, yeah. Especially so, on, a, on a hot day. I like it swirled yeah. with vanilla, man. Because well, the, the pineapple's a little rich for me. So I, I swirl man, it with Disney the vanilla. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, love, I love Disney too, man. I, I'm with you there. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I would agree with the Dole Whip. But, like, I'm a huge, huge, like, Heavenly Hash, Rocky Road type guy. <laughs> I just it. there's something about that man. I feel it. But that that Dole Whip man, you you, you got me on that one. Yeah, um, yeah Dole Whip it's different man. <laughs> it's hard it to beat a Dole Whip on a hot day, man. <laughs> oh, bro. So the best part about about like, when you're at Disney though is you start off with a turkey leg. Like you got to get the turkey leg, and then you follow it up with a Dole Whip man because you get that. Uh, like I've had turkey legs in other places. Yeah. But like the turkey legs at other places, it, there's something about the the turkey leg at Disney. Yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just mental, but yeah. it's it, yeah. it's different. You know, it is for me, man. man. Oh, go ahead, Bird. No, no, I was just gonna say I have you know one of my good buddies, man. We went we we took a group trip up to Universal up in Orlando, and like his mission, and we had to like we just kept missing the turkey legs at all the stands. We literally spent like three hours chasing turkey legs <laughs> in, in Universal, and I'm like, dude, you're killing me. And then we got one, and then like we you know it was. It was so worth the wait because they were just fresh and they tasted so one hundred percent. Yeah, you're right on the turkey leg. What were you gonna say, Jay Man? I, I was just saying, for me, the the optimal Disney snack is uh, I. I mean, I like the turkey legs, but for me, it's the cream cheese and jalapeno filled pretzels, man. Ooh. No, I, never, dude. For me, Ooh. like, I could seriously not stop eating one for a whole week because because you know when when i do disney it's usually a week because i gotta come all the way out from utah right 
Yeah. Like, if I had the money to spend that much on pretzels, I could go the whole week without <laughs> one ever leaving my hand. And I would just be constantly <laughs> munching out. A, a perpetual state of eating that pretzel. Oh, wow. I don't, well, I don't have stuff, six man. grand to spend on 30 pretzels at Disneyland. Wow. <laughs> Jamin, uh, we're going we're gonna to get back into this topic because I'm glad you brought up the food at Disney. I'd love to talk about that when we get back oh, from yeah. break. Um, but, yeah, we're at break. Uh, Barry, go ahead and take us to break. All right, guys. You're listening to the Kane Gang Show on Sirius XM Channel 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back in just a minute. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up two Aniga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I call know. him that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Welcome back to Kane Gang Radio. We're closing up our uh, our first hour here on this beautiful Friday. So when we left off, we were talking about food at Disney, which it yes, sounds sir. like it sounds like we're all big Disney guys. So I'm I'm actually very pumped to talk about this. All believe right, so not, believe it or not, <laughs> all this work that I put in to get to where we are now, and here I am talking about the food at Disney World. This is our favorite segment. We've interviewed movie. some huge. Yeah, we've interviewed some huge personalities, man. Santana Moss, <laughs> yeah. Uncle Luke last week. 
right? You know, countless others, right? Freaking an All-American, right after he got announced an All-American, we were his first yeah. interview, and this is a segment we're pumped for. I mean, Dude, we love listen. those guys, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it's a Kang Gang show, but, like, it doesn't mean that we're solely, like, confined to the University of Miami and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, we talked about like the favorite food. Like, well, we talked about ice cream. We talked about the Dole Whips, and then we started getting into the whole Disney thing, right? So, I literally go to Disney probably sixty times a year. Um, being an annual pass holder, um, it's phenomenal. Unfortunately, through COVID, you know they have these new kind of guidelines. You have to make a reservation, make sure there's availability, things like that. So, yeah. I get it. Um, but at the same time, like we try to go as much as we can. So when we go, like I'm not the the fast food. I'm not the starlight cafe type guy, right? Like yeah. that's just not who Marie and I are. Um, again, turkey legs, that is a absolute must. But when you get down to the nitty gritty, as far as like restaurants, mm -hmm. like our go-to, like without a doubt is crystal palace. Um, okay. it's one of those places where you go, whether it's, you know, right now it's, you know, it's kind of closed, but you know, the whole character things with, you know, Winnie the Pooh and Piglet and Eeyore and Tigger, but it's that food that you get, whether it's the peel and eat shrimp, the carved meats, the mashed potatoes. It's there's something about Disney and the way that they do their food that is just absolutely. Yeah. We're not. I'm just talking Magic Kingdom. Like we'll get into the other parks. But as far as Magic Kingdom, Crystal Palace for me, hands down, is the best place. Oh man, let's see. Just Magic Kingdom. So so you know I'm out here in Utah. When my family has gone in the past, I've been to Disney World probably seven or eight times. We always do the dining plan. And yep. uh, um, I'm trying to think of, I mean, we usually spend most of our time eating in either the hotels or eating in Epcot. Um, I actually really enjoyed Skipper Canteen in Magic Kingdom. Okay. Um, I actually have never done Crystal Palace, so I'll have to put that on the list for next time. Crystal Palace, Liberty Tree Tavern, one of those two places. Okay. I have done Liberty Earth. Tree Tavern. Yeah. Liberty Tree Tavern is awesome because, again, it's like a buffet style. It's all you can eat. Yep. Um, yeah. So, Bird, talk to me. What, what do you like over at Magic Kingdom? Uh, you know, the place, uh, what's, the, what's the name? The, the, the restaurant, the Italian restaurant in the front. Tony. Uh, the front. Tony's Tony Tony. Square, right? You know, Tony's, yeah, Tony's. We already we have reservations for Monday to have lunch at Tony's, and then uh, and then the British pub in um or the English pub in uh, in Epcot on Tuesday. Love it, dude. So, Fish and yeah. chips, love it. Yeah, though the Scotch you know, eggs, it, man, the hard boiled yeah. eggs wrapped in sausage with yeah. the mustard sauce, man. Come on, you can't beat that. Yeah, love it. But it, it's always nice too, right? Because not only like you know the parks have good food. Yeah. Not just the parks either. Like it's the hotels. Oh, yeah. Like one of my favorite places to eat is at the Polynesian. They have Ohana for breakfast. Again, it's one of those family style like buffet type breakfast. French toast, you know, man. with the French toast, the yeah. sausage, the eggs. You know, you kind of get up and do a little conga line with like Mickey and Minnie and all those people, man. Like, and listen, yeah. I'm one of those dudes. I get up and I get involved in it because <laughs> like I'm just an idiot, right? So I don't yeah. mind acting the I fool. Have no doubt. <laughs> thank yeah. you for your zero support. doubt knowing you that that's yeah. the case so yeah. we were just there a couple of weeks ago we had went to uh hollywood studios yeah. um and again i have not been able to get uh, a queue for ride of the resistance or anything like that yet but mm -hmm. we did go on the new uh runaway railway railroad with the mickey minis the new uh ride they have there let me tell you that right there far like exceeded my expectations um, I thought it was 
pretty, pretty well done the way that they did that ride. You know, you said Hollywood Studios, man, but for me, and my wife still catches me every time I say this, it's always MGM to me, man. Right. You know, water tower with the, the earful tower yeah. with the uh, with the ears on top of it every time. I should say downtown Disney instead of Disney oh, Springs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's downtown oh, yeah. Disney. It's downtown. It's, shoot, it's Pleasure Island, too, if we were to really go yeah, back, Yeah, right? man. Yeah. Have you guys ever been – so, Jordan, when you guys come down here um, – well, maybe Bird, too. Have you ever hit Blizzard Beach? you ever hit the water parks? I have not, actually. I've oh. never been to a Disney water park. Oh, man. Well, I'm a big dude, man. I don't, I don't look good at water parks, man. I Listen, say. I got – I told Maria <laughs> last night. She said – Maria got on me. She's, she's Into her defense, she's definitely 1,000% correct. She's like, uh, you need to stop drinking sodas. Like, uh, I'm like, okay. I said, but at the end of the day, like, I got the dad bod. Like, what am I trying to hide, bro? I got the dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> dad bod. That's hilarious. The dad bod. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, it is what it is, man. As we get older, I think in February I might try to, like, cut down on sodas. But I probably drink, uh, like, you know, you have a 12-ounce can. I probably drink about maybe 10 of those a day, which probably isn't good for me. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you know, so I was was eating some chicken wings for lunch yesterday, and uh, they were were spicy. I went through – easily six glasses of diet coke with my chicken wings so i'm right there with you man i i do not i mean i generally eat fairly healthy um but soda is my largest vice in this life all right we hear you cracking them diet mountain dews on the on the show about every 30 minutes bro i i got an iv i'm just gonna (laughs) you know i'm gonna i'm gonna hang a bag on one of those racks and just inject it right into my veins man gotcha Hey, favorite ride at Magic Kingdom? Um, man, dude, it—I don't even go on the rides a whole <laughs> anymore. Um, I what's uh, Splash Mountain? Love okay, Splash what's Mountain. gonna get changed? Yeah, okay, Splash Mountain. Bird, favorite favorite ride at, at Magic Kingdom? So listen, this question, man, I'm, I'm, I wanted to put some thought into this one here. The second you started, this, this, the second you said it, but for me, I got to go with something that's that's old school but still timeless. Pirates of the Dumbo. Caribbean, man. Okay. Yeah. Dumbo, you know, get out of here, man. So I have a question for you guys. Have you guys ever been to Disneyland in L.A.? Negative. Negative. I've been there once. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, California. When, I was, when I was younger, my, um, you know, we had four kids in the family, including me. And so it was a lot cheaper to get to California, right? Mm-hmm. So my childhood memories are all in Disneyland. Um, and then when my two brothers moved off to college and, you know, they were out of the picture. So, you know, we started going to Disney world instead. Um, but I have to say pirates of the Caribbean in LA in Disneyland is so much better than the really? Disney world. It, it's probably wow. the only thing that I like better about Disneyland than Disney world, but there's a Ooh. big difference. And it's, wow. I, I wish I could flip the two. Because so here's what else I'm taking Disney World. Here's right? here's something awesome. And if you've ever gone to the uh, holiday events, they do a uh, a Halloween event and then they do not a, so scary. a Christmas. Yeah, scary, not so scary. scary, but but let me tell you, man, the, what they do on Pirates of the Caribbean is they put live people in there, cool. and oh, like yeah. they're talking about you and the boat and yeah. everything. And I mean, it's it's I've it's never, a, it's, it's completely different with the live amazing, actors man. in it. It's that's, yeah. awesome. That sounds like my a uh, <clears throat> my favorite ride at Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. is just the Haunted Mansion. Okay. So I just I enjoy that. You yeah. know, it's just kind of a a relaxing so cool. type thing, yeah. huh? 
so old school, right? Which yeah. I which I appreciate that because like I look at that, you know, like I'm I'm telling I'm telling Kelly and I'm like I'm like why don't they make the Haunted Kingdom like you know Nightmare Before Christmas or something like yeah, yeah. but they won't do it, which is cool. Like so I appreciate the fact that they're keeping it, you know, traditional and not you know just making everything mm-hmm. after a movie. So well, and and Bird, you should know this too, but like starting, I want to say maybe towards the end of the season, um, they're gonna have Tron finished. And that's going to be a heck of a ride when they open up Tron. Um, You know, right now, I feel like if you go through all four parks, um, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to say Star Wars is probably the best ride. But for me, like Pandora, like like the Flight of Passage Avatar. That's amazing, dude. Correct. Like that's that's dope. I'll I'll Um, take that over. Oh, well, one oh, yeah. thing, so when we're talking food, I, I want to see if you guys have ever been here. And if not, I highly recommend it. So it, it's kind of a, a bank account buster. Um, but at the Grand Floridian Resort, uh, Park right, 1900? Right, on the, right on the Seven Seas Lagoon, they got Narcoosie's, which is a steakhouse. Amazing experience, man. I love it because you're amazing. sitting right on the water. You have a good view of, of Magic Kingdom from across yeah. the, what do they call it, Seven Seas Lagoon. Yeah. And when the fireworks are going off, uninterrupted view, man. So you're eating some surf, surf and turf, some steak and lobster, watching the fireworks go off. It's just, it's an incredible experience, man. Well, Marie and I, from time to time, we'll, uh, we'll just drive up and go to like Park 1900 and like we'll do dinner at the Floridian or, you know, we'll find just another, like, you know, it's kind of like a date night, but we just end up driving all the way up to Disney. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's a, it's a long trip just to get some dinner, but you know, it's definitely worth it. Um, let me get back to some of my questions real quick and then uh, we'll go from there. Jay, man, how are we doing on time on this uh, third segment here? Hey, we got about uh, six and a half minutes left. So. All right. So if we roll over, we roll over. Yeah. So, I, and we had posted this on Twitter the other night um, as far as on the Kang Gang, uh, on Kang Gang Twitter. Um, favorite Hurricane player. Now, Ooh. like – like honestly, like and, and think about it. Like, and it could be anybody. But who is your favorite Hurricane player? Are we talking just from their tenure as a Hurricane, or are we talking like not continue, NFL? Continue, just, okay. Just favorite Hurricane. Okay, I I got my answer. Um, and there's a few guys, and, and you know, clearly I'm uh, I'm a younger well, don't, generation. Don't, don't say them all because I'm gonna give I'm gonna ask later on about the top five all time okay. kings. Okay. So, so if you had named one hurricane, who would it be? Okay. Well, given that I'm a younger generation, right? This is a guy that I was able to pay attention to his recruitment and then watch every game that he played, and it's uh, Mr. Duke Johnson. Okay, yeah, that's a very good a one. Pick. Yeah. That's not a bad pick. Miami's all-time leading rusher. Yeah, for me, I, I I gotta go with the goat number twenty, Ed Reed, right? Just because of you know just everything he's always done, man. You know, uh, he was an inspirational leader for for the program while he was here. Uh, national champion came back for his senior year. Uh, you know, his his current staff, right, and is is working to make us uh, you know great again. Um, you know, as as one of the greatest soundbite clips you know probably next to al blades you know i'm hurt no. i'm hurt no i mean hey our show starts yeah. out with that, right? every yeah, single right. week right 
you know, um, so to me, it's, it's Ed Reed, you know, the other, the other piece that solidifies that for me is, you know, we were sitting at the cheese at bowl and, you know, I mean, this guy's out on the field and I mean, dude, there's, there's no one who has swagger like Ed Reed out there, man. The way the guy stands, the way the guy talks to people, you know, I mean, he just, he, he spews swagger, man. Yeah. Um, so, and again, I'm old school, right? Um, I have two, but I'm not. I'm. I'm just gonna go with my all-time favorite, which, I mean, this guy here is just. He's one of those guys that you would not think is as humble and as polite and is just an amazing individual because of how how big this guy was when he played. But Vince Wolfork, to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> is like family, man. He uh, he exemplifies everything that I think the Miami Hurricane should be the way he played the game the way he carried himself the passion um you know elected into the university of miami hall of fame uh you know i don't think there's any wrong answer from anybody i think it's just more of how do you personally feel or how do you personally connect to each player right um so but it's it's definitely good to see and, and the funny thing is like bird you and i are coming out of that you know oh one oh two oh three era and jordan's coming yeah. out of the 13 14 15 era yep. <laughs> so, man yeah, the, best, the best win jordan scene is, is miami notre dame in uh, 2016 man oh not even close 17. man like that that is so by far the best hurricanes win i remember <laughs> that is not even funny like oh there's word. so many better ones the, the oh. next best is virginia tech the week before Oh, like, you're you're forgetting that 2013 like Miami Florida game, man. Where yeah, that, defense, that, that defense, that defense like five turnovers, man. Yeah. Listen, I hate the Gators so much. Yeah. I hate the Gators so much. I literally cried man tears after after we beat oh, them bro. in a regular season game yeah. by like six points. Like I was. Remember, so Bird? Were you at? Did you go to the game? I'm sorry. Did you go to the game that that day? I actually, I actually. You know, I, because I remember how our stadium was with new games before then, yeah. right? And, and I should have been in there for it. But I did go and I tailgated pregame, and then we rolled the Duffies in North Miami Beach. And, and Bro, like it there. literally rained. We got there like 5 it was in the awful. morning, it rained, yeah. and then the sun came out in the afternoon, and it was just blazing. It was the worst, man. Like it was literally <laughs> – and I knew it was going to be. And, you know, like I said, I'm a big guy, man, so I don't, I don't deal well with heat and sweat and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like – I took my crew. I said, you know what? I said, this game means so much to me that I just want to go and I want to sit in an environment and watch it. So we went to Duffy's and we went and watched with a couple of people that were Gators fans too, uh, with a majority Kane fan group. And right. uh, it was, it was the greatest just watching us. And, you know, I mean, I, I was never a fan of Al Golden, man, but you know, that signature win, man, I'm still proud oh, of that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that was our her- favorite hurricane player. So before, and again, we're going to roll this over into the next, into the second hour as well. But, I know we have like a couple minutes. Let's talk about our favorite hurricane coach. Um, you're gonna go, you're gonna go, Manny Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys go first while I delay. And listen, this, right? go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Bird. And and listen, what I was gonna tell you is, it doesn't even have to be a head coach. Yeah. Just favorite hurricane coach. Okay. I'm thinking about that with the with the assistant thing, but I think I still have to go with Jimmy, right? Because of what Jimmy did. I mean, you know, Jimmy was the guy who would who would put the gas on, and you know, he would run fifty points on you and tell you too bad, you know, yeah. you don't like it, you know, I don't care, Popper. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got um, you, man. 
Well, here's the thing. I'm I'm torn on this one because I I actually had a a few uh, you know like very positive personal experiences with Al Golden, right? So I I loved Al Golden as as a person, um, but you know it, his coaching tenure at Miami was not ideal. Um, so I'm gonna say Mark Richt in that you know as a younger generation fan like Mark Richt's tenure was the most hopeful time in the Miami Hurricanes program that I personally remember. Um, and it gave us our only 10 win season in about 20 years. So, I mean, yeah. it is what it is, right? So if I was going to go for like favorite coach, um, I mean, I think you have to go head coaches and mine's a toss up. Um, I really, really like Butch Davis um, I like what how he brought us from the depths of the low and got us back to really yep. contending to where we needed to be. Yep. Um, but I could also, you know, Bird went Jimmy, but I would probably have to go with Dennis Erickson. I mean, just again, two national titles. Yep. Um, you know, he brought that whole different system in, and it just it transformed college football. Yeah. And how about the story Uncle Luke shared with us last week? You know, on, on Erickson too. You know that that yeah. Yeah. classy. Yeah, two national championships for Erickson. Nobody else got that. That's Correct. Right. Well, let's let's roll over on the next on the second hour, uh, Jay man, because uh, we got some more questions to ask. So uh, take us to break, and we'll see you guys in a minute. All right, you guys are listening to Kane Gang Radio here on Sirius XM Channel One Four Five Slam Radio. We'll catch you in just a few moments. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lowen. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio Sirius XM. Yeah. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Why should you volunteer with Meals on Wheels? I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at AmericaLet'sDoLunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. You and I. Well, you, got the, you forgot that. Oh, the two of us, we're building castles in the sky, just the two of us. Go. You and I. There you go. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Guess who's back? 
Back All again. Right, again. Second hour. back. <laughs> Tell your friend. <laughs> yeah, here we are back again. Second hour game radio show. Series Tech 7 Channel 145 Slam Radio. Shout out to the Amigo. Shout out to Frank. Shout out to everybody working behind the scenes um, over at Slam Radio. Um, shout out to all the kids learning how to do what they do. Um, I think it's important, too, that we recognize, you know, our, our people who gave us the opportunity to sit here and literally sit in a microphone and talk nonsense because I think that's really all we do. But we talk good yeah. nonsense. Like, it, it's nonsense, but it's good nonsense. Um, <laughs> so, again, we, like, we've been going through questions and different things like that. We talked about favorite coaches, you know, favorite players, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite position – to watch during the game like like whether it be the o-line the quarterback the defensive line like who do you guys normally like to kind of focus on when the game is being played well this is actually a very very sad uh question for me because well on the off can i can i answer yeah. for offense and Correct. defense yeah okay so on the offensive side no jordan you can't do not only give me one answer yeah, of course you can. <laughs> so for offense, uh, it has to be running backs, man. I mean, you know, since the mid-2000s, like, we have just been putting out NFL running back after NFL running back. You know, the stable is always full. It is once again. Um, so that has been, like, the marquee position at the University of Miami the last 15 years. On the defensive side of the ball, that's when it's kind of sad for me is because it's the linebacker position. And uh, – it's been a little bit, man. It's been a little bit. I, I haven't felt excited about that position um, since Denzel Perryman was here. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. So for me on offense, I, I follow the ball, right? Like that's, I mean, I can't, you know, with our team, I can't take my eyes off of, off of the ball, right? So, you know, I find myself, I always record every game and then go back and watch it and everything. And then to stop and rewind and have Hello. to, having, having to like actively watch the line, right? So in the heat of the moment after a game, I can almost never comment on how well the offensive line did or didn't play. You know, if our receivers were getting separation, if they were making good blocks, right? Because I, my, my eyes are always on the ball on offense, right? On defense, right? It's always it's always the line, man. Because I'm, I'm, you know, it's it's been pro primarily the DNs too, right? Like that's who I'm always because I mean, I, you know, one thing I love seeing, man, is is a sack come out, man. Like there's that's to me that's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I know probably an interception or turnover is the best play, but man, I just love watching the quarterback get hit, man. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I'm the same way. Defense, I like to watch the safeties. I like to watch like how they're roaming the field. If they're looking to be headhunters, if they're looking just to cover ground, um, I, I like watching the secondary just to see. I mean, I like watching you know somebody not you know watching you know the gunner on a on a punt like just kind of get wide open too. Like so, like there's different things that I like to watch, and I don't want to mention any names. Number eight, but uh, you know it's one <laughs> of those things that you have to watch from time to time. On the offensive side of the ball, I'm the same way. I got to follow the ball. Um, but last year, I found myself watching the kicking game, you know, a little bit closer because we finally had, you know, two individuals who could kick the ball. Like, one was a Luke Grozo winner, and another one was, a, you know, the Ray guy, you know, pretty much runner-up. So it was actually kind of neat to see, you know, a change for, for 
for us as far as having productive special teams as far as the kickers and stuff. Um, this might be a, a question you might have to think about for a few seconds. I'll give you a few seconds. Your favorite memory as a Hurricane fan? And if you have two oh, or man. three, it's fine. Favorite I don't, memory. I don't, I don't need to, to, to think about this oh. one because I've, I've got the one that's in there for me. Uh, and I don't remember the exact year on it, but it was the Orange Bowl the year we played the Orange Bowl at Joe Robbie or Pro Player Park or whatever the heck it was at, the, at that time. 2004 against Florida State? Yes. Okay, right. I got you. Wide, wide left, right, was the game. And, uh, you know, it was really the game that I, like, you know, I'd always been a Canes fan, but it was the game, like, you know, that I fell Jared in love MVP. with Miami. Yes, yes. Sean Taylor, uh, Sean Taylor balled out in the game. Um, yeah, I was, I was with a, uh, I was with a group of, yeah, I was with a group of just really about it, uh, about it Canes fans that I was living up in New Smyrna Beach at the time, and you know became buddies with uh, with a bunch of these publics managers, and they were they were about it, man, like the same way we are now. Um, you know, went down there and just had an amazing time tailgating. You know, scalped a ticket to get in. Ended up, you know, in the end zone, um, you know, right behind the field goal posts, about probably eight rows up. Um, you know, I tied a couple on during the day. It was, he was feeling no pain. Right. And, uh, you know, it was just an amazing feeling winning that game, beating Florida state. You know, I remember I was running out of the, out of the stadium and like, you know, I don't, I don't think I would say I'm proud of this, but I'll never forget it. And I was just doing the Seminole chop in every one of the Florida state fans, uh, you know, face right on the way out of there, man. So, uh, giving them the business. I was giving them the business, man, for sure. <laughs> Jay, man, which I mean, I, listen. I know you haven't been to any games. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean you can't have memories. Yeah. Well, for me, it was it was that stretch. I mean, we just mentioned it. It was uh, that stretch between Virginia Tech and Notre Dame in in 2017. Because um, honestly, I mean, this might sound ludicrous to to some longer Canes fans, but that Virginia Tech game was the first time that we were ranked high and went into a game against another ranked opponent prime time and, and took him to the woodshed. Like that was the first time in my life as a Canes fan. And we're talking like I started really paying attention, probably the back half of, of Randy Shannon's era. Right. You know, I, I watched a little here and there uh, during the Coker era, but, but the Randy Shannon era is when I really, really became a fan. Um, gotcha. And then going into the Notre Dame game, like, you know, I, I just had some friends that, that hooked me up, you know, they threw me a big party because they knew it was a big deal to me and that game just couldn't have gone better. Right. So, so for, for what it's worth, those, that's my best hurricanes memory is like that two, three weeks span. Gotcha. Um, so, so I have, I, mean, I have a couple. Obviously, I, I I've been around a little longer than than you guys have. Um, I'll never forget the 1998 UCLA game. Um, it was you know the cancellation game from earlier in the season. Hurricane George, UCLA wins. They're going to play for a natty, and you know here we are. We just got Cade McNown. Like, we just got destroyed like 66-13 at Syracuse the previous week. So we come into the OB, you know, not knowing what to expect. And, you know, it just 
it, it was something like just something about the old girl that day, man, where just that magic was there. And you could tell from Rip, you know, when those those kids came out through that smoke. You know, again, we sat in the West End Zone. Um, wasn't a lot of people there. Um, didn't have a great season. Um, but just watching that game and watching EJ just run for, you know, again, he took a he took a couple yard loss, or else he would have three hundred plus. But you know, he had two ninety nine and just just a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth to how that game went. To me, that was one of the first glimpses of you know what Miami Hurricane football was about for me. Um, you know. Transcend a couple years later. Um, one of my other favorite like memories is the 2000 Florida State game at the OB. Uh, just like brutally, I mean, just brutally hot, bro. Like, <laughs> if you guys want to like check out YouTube and like just like YouTube 2000 Miami FSU at the OB. Um, one of my most memorable things to watch was Florida State's getting ready to score right before halftime, man. And they're on the one yard line. They do a play action pass and. Tight ends wide open. Next thing you know, man, Dan Morgan comes out of nowhere, intercepts the ball, and, like, turns up field. And we all thought he was housing it, you know. But uh, they just – you know, and Ed Reed played phenomenal. Al Blades, like, it's just those, – those early 2000 years were just something to be, like, said. And to be a fan at that time, it was just something special, right? But not only that, to be a fan even now, here it is – you know, 21 years later, and I'm still doing the same thing that I did all the way back then. Like, it just it means something to me. You know, when you find a passion and you find something that you truly enjoy, you should just continue to do it wholeheartedly. You know, like work is work, right? Like we all we have to work, right? Work yeah. is work. But man, there ain't nothing like you know going to watch them Canes play on Saturdays or whether it's a Thursday or a Friday or it doesn't matter to me, man. It's there's nothing like that. So yeah. you know. Those memories, like, again, those are embedded in, in, you know, and Maria always gets on me. She's like, how can you remember all these things? You can't remember this and this about us, but you can remember something for 20-something years ago from the University of Miami. And I'm like, well, I'm not saying that you're not as important as them, but. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much space up here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Uh -huh. So, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely some good memories, man. I, there's, there's, there's numerous memories, but yeah. you know, that's probably one of my favorite memories is those two games, the UCLA game and the Dan Morgan pick, because that literally changed, you know, the outcome of things. Um, so I'm gonna put you guys on the spot. Okay. I'm gonna ask you guys to give me your top five hurricanes of all time. And top five favorites so, or like the best best players yeah. for you. Okay, so my favorite. Your, okay. your top five. Okay, so our subjective favorite. Are we talking like our version or our favorites, or in our opinions, the greatest? Um, however you want to dissect it. Okay. How would you okay. How would you like? So, if you could build a Mount Rushmore with five people, like if you could build a Mount Canemore of five <laughs> people, okay. who would it be? I like it. Okay, so then then we're talking more like legacy and greatness and stuff like that. All right. Again, from your Jay from Manu. your time from your time your era however you want to do it. Okay. Jay, man, you want me to go first on this one? Yeah, if you would. Okay. So if we're doing if we're doing the Mount Rushmore, but with five this time, right? I'm gonna go Howard Schnellenberger first, right? Godfather, right? I'm gonna go with Sean Taylor. I'm gonna go with. <clears throat> um, Ken Dorsey, 
I'm going to go with Edron James and Reggie Wayne. Wow. Okay. That's, uh, that's interesting. Now that's without, that's without really thinking it through. So forgive me if I, oh, geez, I just left, realized I left Ed Reed off of there. You did. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm it's what happens when you put me on the spot, like, man. You just didn't say Ed Reed. <laughs> well, listen, when you're the University of Miami, you can't just do a Mount Rushmore, man, because we have that's so right. much greatness. We need six spots. So I'm throwing, I'm jumping in the rules. I'm, I'm giving you six and I'm putting Ed Reed on there. All right. All right. Well, um, let's see, man. Like, you know, obviously it's different for me because I, I didn't get to watch a lot of these games live. Right. Um, but I, I think, you know, how could you start a list like this without guys like Ed Reed and Sean Taylor? Um, I also think a guy like Michael Irvin belongs on that list. Um, you know, I, 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 I think Schnelli was a great pick. Um, and I would counter by, you know, putting Jimmy on there. Right. Um, okay. what Schnellenberger started, right. I mean, Jimmy just, to, to me, like Jimmy cemented like what we were as a program. Um, Yep. And then, and then for my last one, man, that's, that's rough. There's been so many good guys that have come through. Um, I don't know guys. Uh, um, man, there's so many. You can even throw Duke Johnson on there. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that. Sure. Yeah, Duke should go on here. I'll throw yeah. Duke, you know, so if, if I'm focusing more on my area of guys, it's like like Correct. Duke and Brad Kaya were like the, the dudes that I, I just loved having on the squad. All right. Yeah. Which, I think that uh, those are those are good. Those are good. Those are good. Yeah. Those are good. Um, man, so I actually wrote down kind of mine, and it's it's going to be interesting. I, mine's going to be completely different than what you guys think. Well, you got to think about yours first. <laughs> no, no, I so, again, I, I, I'm going to go with Russell Maryland because – Yeah, I shouldn't have left him off. <laughs> so, and again, like, so Russell Maryland just – I look at, like, trend centers and, you know, again, I could have thrown Cortez on there, you know, like, uh, there's just – there's guys out there like, like Jerome Brown. Like, there's just so – there's people out there that were just so, so good, right? But I'm going to go Russell Maryland. Now, you guys all like the Ed Reeds and the Sean Taylors, and I agree with those. But I'll go a little bit before that, and I will go Benny Blades. Um, mm -hmm. Benny was one of those safeties, just hard knock. Like, it's that's, that's B Blades. Like, there's a reason why B Blades. Um, Dan Morgan would be on that list only because – the only player in collegiate football history to win all three awards, you know. Um, again, I will agree with Michael Irvin. I think Michael Irvin definitely deserves to be on there. Um, and my fifth is where it gets a little tricky because I, there's a couple different ways to go there. Um, but I look at what what happened at the University of Miami and, you know, the, the, the time. But I would put Willis McGahee up there. Um, what he did that year was just incredible. Yeah. Um, 
So those would be my five. And again, I think everything's subject to interpretation. Um, everybody's going to have, you know, different things. Like Ed was great. Sean's great. You know, you know, again, there's just so many guys out there. But that would be my top five, man. And uh, I probably wouldn't change it either. I, that, those would be the five that I'd go with. All right. I love it, man. And we're actually up against the break. Um, so we'll, we'll hit you guys back in just a second. But you're listening to Kane Gain Radio. You're on Sirius XM Channel 145 Slam Radio. We'll catch you in just a few minutes. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Here's that song again. Yay. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Yay. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Yay. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up two Anika Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm looking at the different angles. It does. You I don't call know. him that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa. See, that sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Kang Gang Radio here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. Um, just dropped our top five slash six all-time, you know, Mount Kane Moors. And, uh, again, every, everybody's open for interpretation. I'm sure you guys listening out there can probably have your own uh, Mount Kane Moor as well. And uh, if you do, tweet, us, tweet, tweet at us as far as your – you know, Bird, we should probably post that too. Give us the top yeah. five Mount Kane Moors. And, uh, you know, Jordan, we'll see what we can kind of get some, oh, uh, generate dude, you know, some of that. You know who I forgot was Bubba Baxa. Can't believe I left oh, him off. 
Why would you? Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. All that came to mind was the Conor McGregor gif, and I can't say it on here. But who oh, yeah. the blank is that guy? <laughs> what was his name? Fiegels? <laughs> who? Who? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, um, you know the, the guy that went four of ten his senior year of high school, right? Love it. But that's that's who we give a scholarship to. But you know what? You have to go backwards in order to move forwards. Um, obviously, that didn't work out too well. But you know what? It worked out getting Jose. Oh, speaking of that, uh, Jose's brother, one of our friends, uh, Mr. Andy Borgales, a uh, bunch of EEs moved in, um, and Jake Garcia's and, you know, the Borgales's and got a lot of early enrollees that are actually, you know, yeah, on man. campus. You know what? I think it's about six weeks away from spring ball. Dude, so close. But you yeah, know, so one, far away. <laughs> that's one player, man. You know, when Andy gets in there, you know, I, I mean – I'm just going to be so happy for him. You know, really the probably the first extra point field goal, but really that first moment that, that Andy goes in there and boots it to win the game for us, man. I mean, you know, I know this whole Kane gang family is going to be so happy for him, yeah. for Jose, yeah. for, you know, for Mama Vivi, for all of them. But let me, let me ask you this, Bird. Do you think he comes in as day one starter, or do you see somebody like Camden Price kind of taking that, that role – from rip well you know look andy's gonna have to go in there he's gonna have to earn it man you know he's gonna yeah. have to he's gonna have to hit you know and, and i know you know camden and and davidson are, are you know they're gonna they want that job just as bad as andy does right so yeah. you know they're gonna push him and he needs to go in there and he needs to work hard and he needs to keep his mind right and you know stay focused on the the right things you know yeah. and uh you know, look, I mean, we've, we've, you know, we've hung out at, but we probably watched four games with him last year. I think and we actually sat in the stands with us and watched, uh, including that Florida state game, um, you know, but, you know, from talking to him, you know, he's, uh, he's got a great head on his shoulders, man. And I have no doubt that he's going to go in there and, and just do a fantastic job for us. I'm interested to see too, because this past week, uh, a couple more guys decided to quote unquote, run it back. Uh, I'm excited to see Zach McLeod come back and play D end. I mean, I think if he can put on another 30 pounds, um, and again, having Jess Simpson come, you know, and, yeah. and coach him up, um, you know, he's just got natural raw ability, you know, yeah. and again, playing the linebacker now putting your, your hand in the ground. I think that's only going to benefit him even with depth, right? So you get Johnson that, you know, came over from Tennessee, you have Harvey, you have McLeod, um, you're going to have Quint Williams, you know, whether or not he plays inside, outside. But I don't think we're going to be lacking for depth. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see JHH and see what he can do along with Nesta and Taylor. And um, the, defense, the defense should be interesting. So I love the Zach McLeod thing, right? And yeah. what nobody knows and what I think is so amazing about Zach, you know, and, and I don't know how deep we can go into this, but, you know, Zach was injured last year, right? Yeah. And, you know, he was slowed by an injury. Uh, and he didn't complain about it one time. He didn't mention it in any press yeah, conferences. It. He went out there and he worked. And he didn't perform as, as, as well as what he normally had. I mean, I see a lot of people on there, oh, he regressed last year. Well, you don't know the whole story, right? Yeah. yeah. And this kid's heart is huge. And he's a, he's a veteran. He's a great presence in the locker room. He's a great yeah. leader to his teammates. You know, uh, so anybody who doubts this guy coming back and wanting to give his all and run it back another year with us is is right. absolutely crazy. And they should check yeah. their fan card at the door if they don't support this kid coming yeah. back. You know, especially yeah. with the fact like, you know, I am so excited. He's six three, two thirty five right now, right? And I mean, you know, you and I said pounds. the exact same 
we said the exact same thing, right? I, I said in the group text and, you know, I said, hey, 260, 270, you know, and then when I was talking to you on the phone, you're like, yeah, he needs to be 265, right? He hits that at the D line and look, Feely will yep. get him there. And it can't just be, you know, he goes and he eats, you know, he eats, you know, quarter pounders with cheese like Ocho Cinco all the time, right? <laughs> he needs to go in there and he needs to put good weight on from Feely. Yep. But if he gets that to 265 and he gets a, a season working with Jeff Simpson, who is the perfect coach for him because Jeff Simpson yep. is a teacher, you know, Zach could be, a, you know, an all ACC type DN and is going to make every single person eat their words about what they said bad about him. You know, I, I hope that he does just that. I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Zach McLeod, the person, um, for all the reasons that you just mentioned. And I actually think that the defensive end position plays more to his strengths as a football player. Um, you know, I, I think one of the bigger knocks on him throughout his career is that he was a little slow to diagnose plays from the linebacker position. Um, he's not going to have to deal with that as a defensive end. You know, he, he's not going to have to do any read and react. Well, as much. He's not going to have to do as much read and react. It's more about getting upfield in this Manny Diaz system and, and setting contain on the quarterback. So I, I think that this will be a good move in all aspects. And, and I love ha- keeping him in the locker room, keeping him around the program um, for all the reasons that you touched on, Bird. So I, I think this is a good thing for our, our team. Well, not only that, too, like if you watched him play DN in the bowl game, he was blowing past the tackles. But I think yeah. at, at, I think he was a little bit too too animated, like too aggressive. Like, and again, I think that's going to be helpful having Jeff Simpson say, look, you know, tone it back. You know, we don't need you getting upfield so quick. You know, mm-hmm. peel back, watch containment, you know, check for the RPO. Because it's not all about motor, 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 because all of a sudden now you're kind of blowing by and – the guy runs by you. So um, I definitely agree. I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be fun to watch. You know, I think our yeah. defense in general is going to be fun to watch. Uh, we didn't really lose anybody except for Brevin, but I think the talent behind Brevin moving forward with yeah. Mallory and Arroyo and those guys, I think, yeah. you know, they're going to step in and, and, and you know, kind of just fill that void. Yeah. Um, do you, th- do you so, think our defense is going to be better than, than last year? Yes. By how yes. much? Um, I would probably say this is just, Again, hypothetically, yeah. with what we have coming back, with what we have coming in, um, I would say that we're probably going to be 30% better. Okay. Again, and I look at, like, personnel, right? So, yeah. again, you bring in someone in. Again, you can't, you can't knock a five-star recruit in Leonard Taylor or a five-star recruit in James Williams. You know, there's, there's definitely reasons why they're rated that high, right? Yeah. One was number three in the country. Um, who knows what happens if, you know, it's, there's a couple of the portals out there, you know, a couple of linebackers. I don't know what yeah. Miami has, you know, as far as numbers, if they can or they can't, but that's to be determined. But I do think we should be, we could like increase by 30% as far as productivity. Okay. I, I, I that number. Yeah. I think 30% is a good realistic number. Um, I'm, I'm probably closer to like 10%. However, like, like I said, I think 30% is, is well within the realm of possibility. I do think the people that are expecting a drastic night and day difference because Manny Diaz is calling the plays. He called the plays last year. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, I, 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 think, I think people are, you know, a little over-optimistic there. Because yeah. um, we – I mean, as much as I love all the dudes on the team, right, there, there's no guys on the team that I disliked last year, not by any means. 
Um, we did we did face some personnel issues, some some limitations because of our personnel on the defensive right. side of the ball. Right. Um, you know, we, we need to be we need to load up on more blue chip recruits at, at certain positions, namely linebacker and corner. Um, you know, but for the most part, like I, I think we can be better, but but we're still going to have some of the same issues as last year. So, Jay, man, I, I want to ask you, you touch on, you know, hey, we need more blue chip recruits at linebacker, right? Yeah. But, you know, I, you know, I kind of – I don't have any, like, insider sources or any of that, like all these people on Twitter claim to have, right? But, <laughs> yeah. you know, I do sit back and, and look at situations, right? And yeah. I look at the Terrence Lewis situation, right? And it's clear there was issues at Tennessee, right? McDonald's yeah. bags full of cash that are going out to recruits and everything. It's yeah. so my theory, right, and this doesn't attach to, you know, anything or not trying to start anything, but it's my theory that I think Miami kind of knew what was going on yeah. over there, right, and knew that T. Lou may be in some trouble, yep. you know, for some money or something because it's obvious they were throwing bags of money at these kids, right? Yeah. I mean, it's been – it's well known now. So, you know, we may be looking at this thing and like, man, you know, maybe Manny really made the right call in not pursuing T. Lou because everything we ever heard – yeah was from the T. Lou camp about him coming to Miami and him being in the final two and everything. You know, you never saw like tweets from pop, you know, cryptic tweets from pop yeah. Cooney or anything from the school that said that they were really after him. And yeah. it really never felt like they were pursuing him. So while the kid's talent is immense, I think they probably looked at it and said, Hey, we're, we're tight on spots yeah. and we can't take the risk. Yeah. It's not worth yeah, it's it. Not worth yeah. it. If and something happens from Tennessee from the time he was there, then we're screwed. I, I do agree with you for that specific um scenario bird i i really do you know i like uh terrence lewis was not a player that you know when all was said and done i wasn't like really hard on the coaching staff that we missed out there for all the reasons that you just said um but i think since the day that manny diaz has walked onto campus as defensive coordinator uh, linebackers probably been our weakest position that we've recruited since that day and that's on both sides of the ball. There's not a position that we've recruited worse than linebacker from the day that Manny Diaz got here to right now. But that could change, right? So, it could. It, you know, and I mean, you look at, and I mean, it could change next year if you see, uh, you know, a Corey Flagg and, and Austin Cave come up and have you know, big years, right? So I yeah. think that, you know, you're, you're right. Yeah, but I mean, he has only had two recruiting classes that have have came through here and you know um you know he's working on the well, you, right you're now. talking about two recruiting classes as being a head coach because when he's still the dc back in 16 yeah. 17 18 19, sure 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 you know you're and still he was recruiting a linebacker coach so yeah correct yeah, yeah. so yeah. i'm i'm talking right. all the way back then too like okay you know like shaq quarterman was the last like a marquee linebacker that we got to sign up and you can almost credit shaq and pink to the golden regime. I 100% do. Well, all of them. <laughs> I 100% yeah, do credit yeah. them to golden. And McLeod. Zach. They were Zach, all, yeah. They were all goldens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Black and Onofrio, if you want to like, yeah. be blunt about it. but oh, yeah. Yeah. Underscore Onofrio. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it'd be interesting. Let me, uh, let me throw this at you. We're going to play a yes-no game. And uh, I'm going to give you a point for each one um, that you haven't done. All right. <laughs> that you haven't done. And I know we got about about four minutes on this segment, so we should go 20 questions. So it's either going to be a yes or no. And if you, ha if you haven't done it, I'll give you a point. 
and we'll see who totals up at the end. Ready? So, all right, here we go. Skip school. Yes. Yes. So you don't get a point on that one because you've done it. Broken a bone. Yes. No. Fired a gun. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Lots of guns. Yeah. <laughs> done a little sticky icky. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay, J Man. <laughs> what a point. <laughs> Been in a limo. Yes. Yes. Gotten a tattoo. Yes. No. <laughs> Damn man. <laughs> the wholesome one over there. Ridden a horse. Yes. Yes. Sung karaoke. <laughs> yes, and it was not pretty. <laughs> yes, the same. <laughs> Gotten a ticket. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Been arrested. No. no. Nope. You guys stink. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, with I, I got a silver tongue, so I get out of here. Gone, gone zip lining. Yes. No. Yes. I'm way too big for that. Been on TV. Yes. Yes. With you. Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Been on a cruise. Yes. No. Wow. Bird. never been on a cruise. No, I know. It's a crazy thing. <laughs> Got a gotten a piercing. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nope. Next question. <laughs> well, you know, J Man's going with a no on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh smoked. Yes. Nope. nope. <laughs> J Man with another point. <laughs> I'm racking them up. Meta celebrity. Yes. Yes. With you again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Been skydiving. Well. <laughs> Been skydiving. Yes. No. I can't say that one. <laughs> Skinny dipped. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> J-Man. <laughs> yep. Never got a tattoo, but he went skinny dipping. <laughs> hey, my parents got a pool, man. <laughs> okay. Um... Been a little tipsy. <laughs> yes, I am right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's the afternoon. Wait a couple hours. Nope. J-Man, no? Nope. All right. So so I'm going to total these up. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So J-Man, you got seven. Ryan, you got four. So I took this test earlier. Can anybody guess what my score was? I'm going to guess one. One or two. Zero. What? <laughs> I literally did everything on this list. <laughs> you, man. Living life to the fullest. I like it. Listen, bro. YOLO. You know what I mean? YOLO. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. I know we're against a break, but that was actually a fun little, uh, yeah, little fun. tidbit there. <laughs> so. That was fun. All right. You guys are listening to King Gang Radio here on Sirius XM Channel 145 Slam Radio. We'll catch you in just a second. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you... 
texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Why should you volunteer with Meals on Wheels? I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. You and I. Well, you, to, you forgot that. Oh, the two of us, we're building castles in the sky, just the two of us. Go. You and I. There you go. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Okay, so back on the air here, last segment pushing his last two hours. Uh, we just finished up with the J-Man with seven points. Um, J-Man's n- never been drunk, but he's been skinny dipping. And uh, <laughs> the wholesome J-Man from Utah. <laughs> you know what? Bird, like, I don't know what to take from that. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think we're going to need to call out a story here before too long. But I don't yeah, think we, we do it today. Because we got well, other we stuff have to, to find to. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely got to find out. Like, hopefully you weren't solo. Let, let's just put it that way. Or were you solo? Were you Han Solo? Skinny dipping. <laughs> yeah, correct. I, we got a break coming up soon, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Wow. You know, when you're an adolescent, which I was many moons ago. Um, I did not care, bro. Like I, I yeah. literally, you know, and, and to, in retrospect, I, I really wish my parents were more involved in my like youth, but my parents split when I was young, when I was about 10 years old and, uh, my, uh, mom, my dad moved away. Didn't talk to my dad for about seven, eight years, um, to about when I, right before I graduated high school and my mom got into another relationship and I just never wanted to be home. And, you know, like 11, 12, like I'd come home at 11 o'clock, 1130. Sometimes I stayed out at my friend's house and like, they didn't even care, man. Like, <laughs> like it sounds bad, right? Like it just like my parents didn't care. They, they didn't care. Um, I wish they would have cared more because maybe I wouldn't have done half the stuff. So you learn a lot as you're younger. Like I look back and be like, okay, well, I'm glad I did that when I was young. Yeah. So now like, cause I, my kids are, you know, teenagers and I have a 17-year-old and an 11-year-old. I can say, uh, yeah, buddy, um, you're not doing that. 
Um, you know, well, dad, you don't understand. Um, yeah, trust me. I understand. I've been there, done that, you know, kind of wrote the book on what you're trying to do. So not going to happen, you know, um, you know, bird, you know, you got, uh, you got a little Aaron over there and like, as a parent, do you look back at what you did when you were an adolescent and think, Oh my word, if my kid does anything like this. Yeah. But you know, look, I mean, you know, I'm really blessed to have just an amazing kid that, you know, while she's, you know, she's 10, you know, feels like 10 going on 20, man, you know, like, I think she's, you know, she's got a great head on her shoulders with that stuff. And I'm just so thankful for that because I know how bad I was <laughs> as, a, right, right. as a kid. And, you know, cause I've met all your kids, man. And all your kids are just, you know, they're really just great kids, man. You know, so Zach, he knows Zach, foot. well, Zach came to the, to the, to the, uh, you know, to the cheese it bowl with us, right. And hung out and everything. And, uh, you know, it was great because he was just watching his dad in action, man, like watching you work the crowd and work the security and all that <laughs> stuff. There's, a, there's some stories for another podcast on that or for another radio show on that one. But, uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah Jordan, uh, we definitely had a situation with our security guard. And uh, <laughs> not that I was going to go to jail or anything that night, but it was just more of a – like we we were sitting in our right seat. Let's well, technically, like <laughs> going down in in row one. We had like row ten. Yeah. Right. So like. Okay. What's the deal. I I don't see a problem. <laughs> no, no. I I think there's something to be said though about you know, learning lessons via experiences, whether they're good or bad, especially as a young person. I think it's what turns you into. Uh, it's what turns you into a man. It's what turns you into an adult. You know, obviously we're all men here, so we can relate to that experience more. Oh, oh, oh. Um, you know, but, but there's really something to be said for, for learning things the hard way, right? Sure. So, so I, you know, like uh, I, I say live it up, you know, like, like live the life that you want to live, figure out your moral compass, your, your ethical code that fits you, and then and then live that and live it to the fullest, you know? J-Man said the same thing before he went skinny dipping. I did. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a married it. man, you guys. I can go skinny dipping. Oh, now you are, but not then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's, uh, it's definitely like, J-Man, when you start to, you know, if, if you and the wife are potentially thinking about having kids in the future, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's just remember, remember how it was when you were a kid yeah. and remember the things that you did and just let them do the same thing. Yeah. That's, that's what I believe in. Like, yeah. If you're going to do it, why can't your kids yeah. do it? <laughs> I mean, that is, that is my philosophy now, you know, like, and hopefully I can carry that over into parenthood is like, you know, we've all got to, we all got to cut our own path, right? Cause everyone has different circumstances around their existence. Um, you know, e even though, my kids will probably be raised in the same background that I come from. That doesn't mean their experiences are the same. Um, right. So everyone has to cut their own path and, and, you know, cope in their own way because life is hard and, and figure it out. So J-Man, one thing with, with, the, with the kids that, that you're eventually going to raise, are they going to grow up to be Buffalo Bills fans? Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> oh, it, bro. I will say though, I will say though, if Salt Lake City ever gets an NFL team, I might be circling okay. those wagons. Yeah, well, you're, you're probably going to be a Bills fan for a long time. If you're right. If I was a betting man. <laughs> it's just like my daughter, you know, the one thing, like, she's she's a crazy Miami Hurricanes fan, man. Uh -huh. And, I mean, like, she That's knows awesome. her college football. She knows 
she knows her De'Ara King, yeah. you know, she knows her Manny Diaz, uh, you know, she knows her, uh, her Rhett Lashley. She knows all these things, right? Love it. Which is, which is awesome, man. You know, it's also cool too. Like when I'm, when like, when Bert and I are like zooming or whatever, she'll walk by. So cool. <laughs> Love it. Anytime we get on the phone, man, like she'll see, <laughs> she'll see his name pop up on the phone and it's like, and like, I can't even be like, Hey, what's up, man? You know, she's like, what's up, Co? Like in the back of the truck, like, you know, and I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, baby, let, you know, let, da- let daddy talk to his friend, you know? <laughs> that's cool, man. That's cool. She's about it, man. She loves it. Oh, that's she's about that life, bro. That's the dream. She's about that life. We need to get her, wait, wait till we get her in that West End Zone, bro. Yeah. Oh, she'll I'm, be there. She'll be there for sure. I mean, my, my dad failed in, in doing that with me because he's, he's a diehard Green Bay Packers fan. Like, he's such a big Packers fan that when I was a child, I received two shares of the Green Bay Packers for Christmas. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait one minute. Yeah. You are telling me that there is a possibility of a Nelson household ultimate showdown in yes. Tampa. Yes, there is. Oh, and man. I'm, a Green Bay, I'm a Green Bay Packers shareholder. And... <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And I'll be cheering for those Buffalo Bills, my guy Josh we're, Allen. We're journeying in uncharted waters yeah. here. So let's talk about that, right? Because I know this is the last segment. We've got to wait for this to come on. But you know, let's talk about the game. So I actually picked the Ravens last week. And um, obviously, you know, Lamar, Lamar getting knocked out had nothing to do with it. The Bills <laughs> yeah. actually just, they were the better team. I just didn't want Buffalo to win. Again, I'm from Rochester, right? So I'm 30 minutes north of Buffalo. Um, again, I'm an AFC East guy. I live in South Florida. This is a 305. So again, I'm going with the Dolphins, right? So I can't technically root for the Bills, right? So I have yeah. to go opposite. Respect. Um, again, it was more of like reverse psychology. One thing I want to talk about though was how bad did the Cleveland Browns get screwed against Kansas City? Because I truly believe that call right before the end of the half with Higgins losing the ball out of bounds and the no call for that legitimate helmet to helmet contact. And, you know, so instead of being down 16 to 10 per se, pretty much going in the half, KC goes out, kicks a field goal, goes in a 19 to three. Um, You know, and again, like Cleveland made a comeback, but how, how bad of a missed call was that against the Browns? It was monumental. A monumental job. Yeah. It was the worst call in the NFL since the, uh, what was it, the Saints and, and the Rams back like three, four years ago? NFC title game. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That I mean, there's, there's definitely been, that was just, a, you know, and, and with all the, the protocols and all the safety procedures, and again, like, review this, review that. Let's go microscope looking to see if the ball crossed the tip of the goal line, all this. You can't redo that. Like yeah. that's that's what it's come to. Like that's lame, just, man. That's lame because I think again, if Cleveland scores right there, that's a huge momentum for Cleveland going into half, getting the ball back, coming back, you know. And who knows? And then Mahomes goes out. Who knows what could have happened with that game? I don't see. I don't see Cleveland beating Buffalo, um, but it'd be nice to see Buffalo get another home game. Um, but now they got to travel to KC. So. What do you think about the KC Buffalo game, Bird? Like, what, what what's your prediction on that? Well, you know, I'm gonna pre- pre- predict with my heart versus my head, and I'm going with the Bills, man. You know, uh, that team. You know, the the Allen to Diggs combination has came up big all year long, right? Um, 
you know, Diggs might not have had the best numbers in the league while they were still great. You know, I still think he probably had the best wide receiver or the best season uh, or the second best season because you got to put him behind Devontae Adams because what Adams did was special. But, uh, you know, Stephon Diggs had a huge year. Uh, you know, the team has a ton of momentum behind him. Um, I know it's going to be tough going into Kansas City, um, you know, but I'm still I'm picking the Bills, man. And I'm, I'm in for the, the Bills to take a trip to Tampa. Yeah, well, so I, I saw a stat earlier that said in the last eight games, the Chiefs were a number, it was like plus 20-something, right? Eight scoring games, margin. Yeah. Yes, yes, scoring margin. The Bills were plus 130-something. Um, I wish I had the exact numbers right now. Um, but I, I – so I agree with you that the Bills have all the momentum. They have a lot going. However, I I know <laughs> – I know my sports teams and my sports teams do not do good things for me. Like it, it is a lifetime of experience of being let down by the hurricanes and the jazz and the bills. So I think the chiefs are going to win. I'm trying to reverse jinx myself. Wow. Um, Dude, I'm so disappointed in you right now. I picked the bills for you and you're like a giant, you're wearing a bills hat right now. I am wearing a bills and hat. What is, what you know is what? with you millennials? Let, let me ask you this, though. It's a reverse guys. jinx. It's a reverse jinx. No, no. What, no such what's thing. The, what's the concussion protocol? Do you think Kansas City speeds through this to get Mahomes to play? Or isn't the protocol 10 days? I don't know. He's playing, though. I mean, let's be real. There's there's no way on earth. For his, for his health, he's one hit away from legitimately having CTE per se. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so his health is worth the risk of him playing in the game. I guarantee you that nobody involved cares, including Pat Mahomes. I guarantee you that nobody involved in the situation cares about that. See, this is where I feel like there's like an oxymoron when it comes to the protocols, because if you have a protocol and you, you know, especially a safety protocol, shouldn't you follow it? It doesn't matter who yeah. it is. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I mean, it should be a thing, but I mean, unfortunately, I've just been feeling that way all week. Is like there is nothing on earth that will stop Pat Mahomes from playing. Um, I'm with you. He's pounded in the ground, and then he has to be. Yeah. Then he's out again. And um, he also is going to be dealing with turf toe as well. So you know, like maybe his mobility will be limited in that way as well. So you know, there's been a bunch of there's a bunch of been a bunch of memes. Obviously, with the Bernie Sanders meme was probably the best trending one, this week, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, there's been so many, right? Yeah. But I also saw one. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but it was a. Uh, you guys remember Waterboy? I'm sorry, yeah. not even Waterboy. Remember Mr. Deeds? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Remember, remember, you know, crazy eyes, right? Yeah. So they yeah. have they have crazy eyes. At, at, when Patrick Mahomes was standing up, they had literally him as crazy eyes, you oh, know, man. <laughs> bro. With the pilot on and all. Oh, yeah, and his eyes were going each way. <laughs> I gotta find that. Out. I might tweet that out, man, on, oh, on the King Gang Twitter. Um, but oh, it definitely man. was hilarious, bro. Like well, definitely hilarious. Speaking of Adam Sandler movies, I saw a great one where somebody said, like Patrick Mahomes and concussion protocol this week. And then it was the clip from Big Daddy where uh, where Frankenstein is is doing the, oh, the spelling, God. you know. <laughs> oh man! It was like hippopotamus, oh, H I P P O P, you know, whatever. I can't spell. Hippopotamus. I'm telling you, the internet, the internet is undefeated. Like undefeated, undefeated. So hold on, 
Let me see. Uh, how, so why, why are you pulling that? How about our boy, uh, Dolphin Derek? Oh, man. He just shows us the picture of the crazy eyes picture. Oh, my that is not great, bro. That is hilarious. So, you know, of all the uh, Bernie memes that we saw, you know, the best one, our, our buddy Dolphin Derek uh, posted a picture and he, he had, yeah, yeah, he put Bernie in Co's spot for the cane walk. <laughs> and Co's like, yeah, I don't think so. That ain't happening. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> I said, is... if, if we show up down there and Bernie's in our spot, man, he's got something coming to him, man. That's for sure. <laughs> Bro, like, but some of the ones, did you see? So, again, we're old school, right? Did you see them? So, we have time, right, Jordan? We have, we have a few minutes. We, we we're good. Minutes left, yeah. All right, well, real quick, Tampa Bay or, or Green Bay? <laughs> I'm going Green Bay. Bird. Battle, of the, Battle of the Bays, I'm going to pick the underdog, and I'm going to take Tampa Bay. So we get Tampa Bay with a home Super Bowl and Buffalo getting a matchup against their arch nemesis for the last 20 years uh, in Tom Brady. Dude, that is a nightmare matchup for the, for the Bills. <laughs> I'm actually going the same thing. I'm going Tampa Bay, Buffalo. Hey! Um, it's just – it is. Could you it, imagine – could you imagine – and. Like, especially for people that have lived in Buffalo and, and, and are, like, diehard, you know, at every game. Could you imagine going to the Super Bowl for the first time in 20 years and having Tom Brady rip your heart out one last time? Yeah, it Could you imagine ripping his heart out to win? I'd, Could you imagine Bernie Sanders sitting up on the Muppets with the, 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 the two guys there? Like, <laughs> like do you, I, don't even remember, I don't even know their names. Yeah. So, Co, I said that the one was good, but the but the best. We use Zoom a lot in my work, right? And one of the guys that uh, that we work with changed his Zoom background to a picture of his house with Bernie sitting on the couch behind him, and it was it was the great. It was like it just went over so well because he just got on that. Uh, he just got on there and um, you know just let that thing rip, and we Love all just it. started losing it, man. Did you see? Uh, did you see the, the the sniffer with Bernie? <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> Did you see that one? I did. I did. Oh, bro, like, they, they, I'm telling you, like they have some great. They really have some great ones. And again, yeah. I, I the one of the one of the good ones I saw too was uh, Ice Cube and uh, and Chris Tucker. You know, from the movie Friday yeah. when they're like doing that. <laughs> but Bernie's the way posted up. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah. I'm telling you, undefeated. Or the one, or the one where Bernie had his phone out, right? And he, like he was uh, recording the busted videos, right? Yeah. Oh, bro. <laughs> He's oh, like, bust man. it, bust it, bust it. <laughs> <laughs> I still think the best one, I still think the best one, and I know we're, we're short on time, is when they put it on top of Mike, uh, Mike Pence's head like the fly. Like, I thought that was <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. It's been well, a good show today. It's been a great show, man. Like, I can't wait till next week. Was. We'll uh, have some more content. But uh, uh, we appreciate everybody listening out there on uh, Sirius XM Channel 145 Slam Radio um again as always this is your boy dc got the j man and the dirty bird we're getting ready to sign out hope you guys enjoy your uh rest of the weekend and uh as bird just said gang 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 gang. the views and opinions expressed on Kang gang are entirely those of the host guests and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of slam radio